Finn, you know I started recording like two seconds ago, right? Oh, you stopped recording? Oh, <laughs> you cheeky cunt. Uh, hi, welcome to Salad Bar. Um, I'm Finn. Uh, everyone say hi. Uh, Louis, say, well, no, fuck. You know who we are. <laughs> Reese isn't with us today. I see. But, um, Wait, got... not... Reese isn't here? Reese yeah. isn't here. Oh, Jackson shit. didn't know, but uh, now you know, the audience. <laughs> uh, but instead of Reese, we've got a guest who is either, well, he is better. No offense, Reese. <laughs> uh, we've got Jacob's dad, Alex. Say hi, Alex. Hi. Hey. Hi. Ooh. Right, so um, what are the talking points for today, Tanish? Um, so we had a little get together yesterday just to talk about what we want to talk about. Um, and Wait, I think. A good Q&A <laughs> section starter would be probably uh -huh. the book Alex has been reading. Oh, yeah. Hmm? Yes. Which one? There's like five. No, I think, <laughs> think Tanesh is referring to The Plague. Yeah, yeah, The Plague. Yes, yes. The, the Plague by Albert Camel. Yeah. Albert Camel, yes. Albert well, Camel. I think it's pronounced Albert Camus, but you'll know. What... <laughs> Close enough. Yeah. <laughs> What's it about? It's an allegory, so it's about all sorts of things. But what's an allegory? Wow, that's a good point. Um, it's nothing to do with Al Gore. That's Al Gore. That's different. Oh. But, um, yeah, that was bad. Sorry. I'll oh, edit that out. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's um, it's about um, plague of bubonic plague in uh, Iran, which is in Algeria. Yeah, sometime in the 1940s, he doesn't specify which which actual date, um, but it's also allegorically representing the Nazi occupation of France. So oh. everything is symbolically kind of suggesting. It, 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 you know, it goes in and out of being allegorical. Sometimes you're thinking this has nothing to do with the Nazis. Other times it's like, oh gosh, there's lots of Nazis about. Um, there's lots of references. I don't know if any of you guys are going to be reading the book, so I don't want to put any spoilers in, but. Uh, there's a couple of chapters later on where you're thinking, oh gosh, this is very, um, this is really grim. Okay, so without spoiling it too much, mm. how similar is it to The Sound of Music? Oh <laughs> gosh, well, it hasn't been made into a musical. Okay. Uh, that's, a, that's, the, you know, that's the dividing line there. And there's no one singing Edelweiss. Okay. Uh, and there's there's no, Nazis. Well, no, there aren't. There are only allegorical Nazis. <laughs> so, so there's not Nazis. No. But it's about Nazis. There's rats. The rats. Wait, Nazis. are the rats Nazis? I don't know whether the rats are Nazis or the fleas. Wait, there are, are Nazi rats? Wait, is this like a Pickle Rick situation? <laughs> no. It is a bit Pickle Rick. Oh, I'm sure Pickle Rick should do a Camus episode. I should maybe suggest it to them. But Nazi Jerry! <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, that sounds okay. quite interesting, I'd say. It I mean, is quite interesting. Yeah. Mm. Is there it potential is. to turn it into a musical? Uh, I think that would be a bit of a stretch. But, you know, they can make musicals out of anything these days. So, um, why not? They could make I mean, it more realistic. They're Shrek the musical, so anything's possible. Yeah. Oh. yeah what, I did not what, know what's that. that supposed to mean? You know exactly <laughs> what it's supposed to mean. <laughs> this, is, this is obviously Louis' sore spot. <laughs> don't diss I, Shrek. I, well, I'm not I don't dissing know what you're Shrek, on about. But I'm just saying Shrek doesn't need to be a musical. And why because doesn't it need to be a musical? True. Tell me, Tell, so me really Tell me why. Tell me why. Tell me what the first 30 seconds of that movie is taken up by. Thank you. I hate you. Okay, Thank you know you. what? Oh, I've been beaten. I accept defeat and I will. Uh, yep. Shrek is perfectly fine being a musical. I have lost this battle. Oh. 
I mean, what I was going to do. I was going to be on Jackson with this one. I don't think Shrek should be a musical, because I mean, I guess it's a bit elitist, isn't it? But it's the idea that like you think a musical is going to be something that's like really fancy. Like, when has there ever been a musical other than Shrek the Musical that has opened with a green ogre with a really bad accent on the shitter reading a book? It's like maybe it's... that maybe that is kind of the reason of the musical is to kind of challenge the traditional musical aspect. Of, Finn. Oh, this is this is for the elite. No, we want something that's relatable to the average Joe out there. Finn, you ah, are yes. by yourself in your opinion. Ah, yes. We've converted Shrek the... Jackson. Shrek the oh, yeah, musical. I am. I am on the Shrek the musical train. <laughs> <laughs> what other DreamWorks and like kind of Pixar and Disney films could work as a musical? All of them. Over the, the hedge. hedge. Yeah. <laughs> over the over hedge. The hedge. Wait, would it be called Over the Hedge the Musical or Over Someone's the Musical? Back. Oh no, obviously Over the Hedge the Musical. I, I think it could be Over the like, Musical. Tick and Run as a musical. And you oh, have like mad chase scenes of music in the background. Oh. Is School of Rock called School of Rock the Musical? I don't know. Is School of Rock a TV show? I hate with a great passion. Yeah, it's so a TV Jack show Black. with Jack it's Black. It's a Jack Black film. It's a movie. It's a vehicle. Yeah, it's what? it's like Deus Ex Machina. I think we may have gone in too deep there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love too how we've overanalyzed Shrek the musical. It's no, we're like overanalyzing a... School of Rock. I mean, I'd rather overanalyze Shrek the Musical than School of Rock the Musical. We've turned into yeah. a modern statement on elitism. Jackson, no. weren't you in a school production of School of Rock? Yeah, I wow. was. Well, was Jack the... Black? I was no, not was Jack drummer. Black. I'm, I'm not the interested then. I hate you <laughs> with a great passion. <laughs> Who was Jack Black? Maybe we're all Jack Black. I would Today, love yes. Jack Black. He just seems like he has a lot of fun. I'd have I, I Jack don't... Black as my dad. He's always yeah. perplexed, though, isn't he? He always has a he has a strong phase. Every, every Jack Black vehicle, he always has to be perplexed quite mm. some time, <laughs> where he he doubts himself very much, and that's not fun, is it? Yeah. I mean, some music. Channel. I mean, you've got a guy called Jablinski Gales. Games. His YouTube mm. channel's the reason I don't envy him, because I mean, he's a very talented. Well, I <laughs> he's an actor. Go on. He's in a video game. Is he? Oh yeah, no, he's in the Skate 4, Skate 3 or whatever. No, 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 like, he's got his own video game. He's got his own video game. He's got his own video, oh. It's about, like, rock music. I literally played and, it on uh, PS3. It was not It was good. really bad, but I still liked it. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I mean, I should say at this point that there's a strong possibility that he's actually listening into this podcast. Well, yeah, when I was in the yeah there is a chance. Yeah, when I was in the cupboard, there was definitely someone else in there, and it sounded like Jack Black. He was kind of going... Wah, 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 Wait, Jack Black's in the closet? Wait, Jack in Black's Jacob's in my closet? closet. In Jacob's closet. Wow. But... Why couldn't it be mine? Well, I mean, Maybe it is. I mean, spiritually, I think Jack Black's in everyone's closet. There we go. Mm. He's like Jesus. Food for thought. <laughs> or Tom Cruise. <laughs> now I'm a Christian here, comparing <laughs> Jack Black to <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> And Tom Cruise. And Tom Cruise. And oh, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise yeah. is a Scientologist. Yeah, Tom is a Scientologist. Mm. He's on weird no, no, he, I'm pretty sure he left because he oh, realised how batshit crazy it was. He, he's, his no subscription way. rang and I think that's what happened. <laughs> he didn't renew it. He's still got the ID on his car. He's allowed to go to all the events. 
The thing is, he's <laughs> literally like the me. highest level of Scientology you can be. He's put yeah, like it. millions into they it. They deify him. I think John Travolta Damn. was the one who left Scientology. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. I didn't even John Peter Travolta Pinkett was in Smith, it. Will, Will Smith's ex-wife, should I say, mm -hmm. is in the Church of Scientology. Oh. Wow. Um, Wait, are they divorced? Wait, when well, did they divorce? They're, well, they're separated ever uh, since, like... Didn't she fuck a man? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Mm -hmm. Wavy. Yeah, that's just crazy, though. I mean... Now, to bring it back to Jack Black, though, like, he is quite funny, but I think that he's, like... Because you know how some comedians can do really fucking, like, in-depth shit as well? Like, um... Like, Jim Carrey. Like, Jim Carrey's funny, but, like, he also did The Truman Show, which is, like, really dramatic, but it's, like... Jack Eternal Black Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. God, that is a dark movie. Mm -hmm. Finn, weren't you saying in the first podcast that Jim Carrey's never done a serious film? Did and I? his whole thing about Andy Kaufman yeah. is very uh, intense as well. I thought, I thought, um, what's it called? Ace Ventura was supposed to be serious, wasn't it? Was it? <laughs> no. Yeah. Maybe you read it, watched it without the subtitles, but... Oh, I haven't watched I mean... it. Oh, well. no, Wait, you're entitled to a really good opinion, then. Yeah, no, yeah, I just kind of... Yeah. I, I, I've seen a couple seconds of it, but... What, of Ace Ventura? Yeah. Which okay, well, seconds? <laughs> How did you think it was serious? <laughs> you know. Okay, well, did you, did you see the cover? It's movies. Talking about serious movies. Oh, God, oh, no. No, no, no. no. Don't fucking talk about me. Endeavoured in a beautiful movie this week uh, oh, called God. The Meg, starring Jason Statham and Dwight from The Office. No, <laughs> can I just, before, you, before you say anything else, wait, I need wait, to wait, make You didn't tell me Dwight from The though. Office was in I need, oh, I need to make one point. The Meg to you is like my Pokemon Snap. Like, oh, we need to clarify that. This, this, is, this is your demon. Your Achilles heel. <laughs> <laughs> you should hold it in though, to be fair. Look, carry on, fun. carry on. Why is the Meg such a anyway, fabulous so, film? Well, I am here to kind of convince you all, being the people on this podcast and the listeners, as why the Meg is an amazing film. So, the first point I have is its whole premise is about a giant prehistoric man eating shark. I mean, you got me on board. How, how much cooler can you get than that? I mean, it's just fantastic. <laughs> and not only is that there, but I mean, it's got huge amounts of screen time for a shark movie. Like Jaws, you know, it's kind of meh. Only a little bit of shark time, but meh. They just shove that on. shit and roll it down your throat. You're horrible. Where's the shark? The, it's about a shark. Where's the shark? Did you exactly. say Jaws is meh? You said Jaws. Yeah, no, no, no. The Meg outclasses Jaws in every oh, way. No, no question. No. No, this is oh, shark. The Meg has Jason Statham, which is automatically makes it. Okay, well that just leads like, on to my next point. Oh it no, has Jason don't you Statham doing a great job of playing. Jason Statham. <laughs> he always plays the same what? character. Like, he he is, plays Jason, he is Jason Statham playing Jason Statham in a Jason Statham movie. And you he don't need anything job. more in life. Exactly. He does a fantastic <laughs> job of playing Jason Statham. What more could you want than Jason Noah, Statham playing Jason uh, could Statham? Could I ask a question? Uh, yeah. Sorry to butt in, but has the, the shark, and you said there's plenty of shark time, so I'm guessing mm -hmm. if they're giving lots of shark time to the shark, mm -hmm. has he got a backstory? Yes. 
I I mean I okay I guess I'm just gonna say spoiler what because I'm going I'm going a little bit into this movie not too much. Whoa, I've been I've been no. waiting to watch this movie for so long. No, yeah, no. Firstly, why? <laughs> okay, well, basically, backstory is you know in the Mariana Trench it's kind of deep. However, yeah. these scientist people put in like a couple million dollars and they realized it's even deeper and there's a layer of like some chemical yeah. that is some oh, random stuff i can't remember what it is stuff. It's cool yeah stuff. and below there there's a bunch of random sea creatures because it's got like a differential in temperature and they sense like down there and then they get attacked by the megalodon and then it escapes and you know there you go that's that's wow. the start of the film uh, wow. um hmm. and yeah heavily invested it's not just a bit like pacific rim though like something comes out of the deep of the ocean. Okay, except well, they're not cool robots. Except it's not yeah. Yeah. Yes, but it is there a shark that could kills. possibly canonically be called Jeffrey. We don't know <laughs> what. <laughs> the indomitable We are Jeffrey. just going to assume he is called Jeffrey. Because why wouldn't okay, well, we assume the giant man-eating shark from millions of years ago is called Jeffrey? Well, Can I, I be... mean, why oh, wouldn't he be called Jeffrey? That's the real question. I he think would I be called Douglas. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't want to be like, you know, what Jacob would call, refer to me as the boomer in the room here, but um, we've got Jason Statham, okay, uh -huh. uh, strong pedigree, but is there a leading lady we can... There is, know? there is. I don't know her name, because she's yeah, not in Western movies, because um, I think she is a Thai actor, but I will uh, have a look. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's mm -hmm. called... Oh, yeah. Um, she's called Lee Bing Bing, um, and... Basically, I just want to say, I mean, yeah, she's a great actor in the movie as well. Uh, she plays Jason Statham's love interest, um, of course. So, Shocker. Jason Statham plays Jason Statham, mm -hmm. but yes. no one else in the film plays who they really are. Mm. No, only what, it's like you get actors who play themselves, like, like Jason Black. Statham Jason is Jason no, Statham. Like Jack Black. The Rock yeah. is doing the Rock. Oh, yeah. like Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson yeah, exactly. plays Samuel L. Jackson. Okay, okay I get that. They're not, the character's names aren't actually... Oh, wait, did you think actually... Jason Statham was literally playing a person called <laughs> Jason Statham? That's yeah. Better, that is. Why? That was part of his contractual <laughs> obligation. You know, they said, look, I love the script, but I've got to be somebody. I want to be my great-grandfather who was a deep sea exactly. diver. I'm named after him. He is playing an anagram of himself. He's playing some. Jonas and he's called oh. Jason. So I mean, there you oh go. My God, that's in depth. That's great. <laughs> bad is... translated anagram. I mean, that's fantastic. I would I know, say at this amazing. point, Noah, that you're obviously struggling to sell the film to you to, to everybody, really. But <laughs> yeah. maybe to make it more exciting, what you could do is create some kind of league table of underwater films and say Wait, why oh. the Meg is better Shot than the one. Deep. The Deep had Jacqueline yeah. Bissett in it. Okay, I know her name. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I don't know the name of anyone else in the film. Samuel mm -hmm. Jackson? No, this is old. Oh, this is an old film. from the see, 70s. This, these oh, are the ones of woke man, Noah. Yeah. Well, me and Jackson have a whole plan for this. Uh, and you do have plan. an ongoing plan for this, yeah. We're going to review a new film each week. And this, we this month's theme is shark movies. So Brilliant. at the end of the month, we can say our best one, you know? Go for it, but we're not sure what other ones we're going to do just yet. Okay. Uh, we're definitely yeah. doing Sharknado. We are not doing Sharknado. That's about tornadoes, not sharks. It's about <laughs> Sharknadoes, you no. idiots. The sharks are in the tornado. Shark in the name. Right. You fool. Uh, finding Nemo. 
Yeah. Sharks are good in that. I think the key oh, thing is no. that it has to be on some level absolutely shit. Yeah, it has to be. Sharknado! Sharknado 2. Sharknado 2. Sharknado 3. Sharknado 4, they go back in time. What? I had no idea. <laughs> Why have I not they, seen this film? They go back they... in time, oh. and I'm pretty sure there's a tornado with dinosaurs. At some point, that is satirical. This is not a serious movie. All of it is serious. Do you think Sharknado Sharknado is serious? Well, I wouldn't say serious, but I'd like the like the I the people behind it actually gave it thought. Do you mean like given a pardon? Do you mean like a trope movie, like Austin Powers is a trope on like secret agents and stuff? Yeah, no, I guess except like that, that was a like... genuine parody where a Sharknado was just bad. Yeah, no, <laughs> but like at some point, like past even the first film, somebody somebody must sit down and think, what are we what are we making here? Either sharks in Crash. a tornado, and then they come to the third movie and they're like, okay, guys, we're going back in time, and now there's dinosaurs. How does that sound? And everyone like goes, yeah, that's me. what I think. I, <laughs> I think you're overestimating Hollywood. The same institution yeah. that made Gremlins 2. Oh, Gremlins. It's just, oh my god. I'm, I'm think... pretty sure the only word that they they say in Hollywood is money. They, yeah. they just they just walk around saying money. to and make teeth. Well, that's how money and teeth. They're literally just saying the word teeth. money. You've got nice teeth. And occasionally oh, yeah, the like word shark. Um, shark. <laughs> Teeth. And look, maybe maybe if you think about it, I mean, that was a good point um, that someone made just then. I don't know who it was, about teeth being important in Hollywood. Sharks mm -hmm. have good teeth. Maybe the whole shark genre is all about Hollywood. They call them sharks, that. right? Maybe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean. Too far? Mm-hmm. I think I think we've gone down quite a rabbit hole here, but I have a question: Is that because we've got musicals? Rabbit holes. But would the plague make a good movie? Because that sort of much. seems like it has been hard. made into a movie, but it's not oh. available. What's it called? It's only available on VHS, and it had William Hurt, who you guys probably don't know, but he was very good Wait, back in the day. Related to John Hurt? No, he's not. But he's almost God as good. Damn it! No, but he's he's almost as good. He's kind of good at playing the measured deep dude who keeps everything bottled up but he is very got lots of um what's the word uh, integrity yeah he's full of that but yeah i think it would make a great film in fact there are plenty of times in the film in the book where um it feels like you're in a film there's a great scene when you're in a hotel bar and it's the only hotel in the left in the town which has got spirits and everyone's really loud everyone's really drunk and there's music playing there's jazz playing and they're playing a song called uh St. James Infirmary Blues, and they can't hear themselves think over the music and the people shouting because they're drunk. And there's this kind of conversation between three men, and it's just like, it's so filmic. It is superb. So, yeah, I think it'd make a great film. How'd you get that from reading a book? Well, books take you places. Yeah. Like, like a chair. You're not an intellectual, you like a chair. Books take you places like a chair. Like a chair. Like, I mean, that's one thing a chair really doesn't do. It doesn't take. I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. Like, like, the book takes you to a chair. Oh. So you can sit down and read it. I would read, like, on a sofa, personally. Mm. In bed. How about a swing bench? Oh, here we go. Mm. Oh. Now, this uh, is a subject. 
close to his heart. He's... <laughs> we know all about these. <laughs> a swing, you say? A swing, huh? I don't think we've talked about swings on the podcast before. Oh. Not normal <laughs> swings, no. Not at all, no. Um... Well, can we just gloss, gloss past this? Uh, <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? I can think. Yeah, you want to try and raise your profile a bit more. This isn't matter at all. Okay, well, another kind of chair you can sit on. Alex, can you tell us about some interesting bus driver experiences like that you've had? Because I know you've been doing it for a long time, uh, and I wonder if you've got any cool stories. A hundred okay. years. I mean, I haven't actually <laughs> thought about that, but um. Oh, I have a really funny joke. Most of the stories are quite dull, and, and or or at the extreme end, I I don't know. I don't want to say something about loud in a kind of public domain, and they're really oh like, wow, uh, some awful stuffs happened. Mm. Um, things that people have left behind on buses. That's a bit grim. Yeah, that's a bit grim. Oh, yeah, no, but sometimes it's like iPads and uh, hundreds mm. of pounds in envelopes and stuff like that. But oh, wow. it's just like used nappies and stuff. Oh, I think oh, what that's... I used to do, the bit where the job, I don't miss it, is um, I used to um, do a trip to Dursley, which is a lovely little town. Um, big shout out to Dursley. Anyone listening there today? Um, that's it. Thank you. Um, it's quite clever that I managed to hear them through the, someone's microphone. Anyway, um, they, I used to drive to Dursley. We used to have to go past two prisons within within quite a short amount of time. One was an open prison where the prisoners were allowed out for the day and they were on their best behaviour because if they came back late or there were any complaints, they lost loads of privileges and they were very close to being released, the whole open oh, wow. prison thing. Whereas down the road from the open prison, there was a women's prison and it wasn't, it was a proper prison and the women came out on parole. They would, they would catch the bus at nine o'clock in the morning and they'd have been in the local shop and they were basically drunk before they got on the bus. And you'd see them waiting at the bus stop with their special bags, their laundry bags, and they'd have, like, bottles of sherry and stuff. And you'd reckon they'd probably got hold of some other stuff as well inside before they left. And they would get on the bus at nine. By the time you got to Thornbury, um, the grannies were getting on the bus to go shopping in Cribs Causeway and in town. And so you had grannies on the bus, and you had drunk women who were on parole from prison and wow, oh, yeah, it, it wasn't good. Um, no. no, and they often, by the time they got to Gloucester Road, they desperately needed the toilet, uh, and they didn't used to say anything about that. You'd find out at the end of the journey that they used the bus as a as a toilet. Ah, uh, um, oh, yeah. And also, the other thing was, well, some of them had been away for quite some time, and they 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 missed male company, uh, and so they would be chatting up. <laughs> Any men we got on the bus. Oh, so you had particularly young men getting on the bus going to Felton College. Um, and they, you'd think, don't go to the back. Don't go to the back. And sometimes I'd say to them, don't go to the back. <laughs> if they were, like, getting on the bus with attitude, I'm thinking, yeah, go to the back. I'm not going to put you off. You can see what happens. And, yeah, <laughs> it was, it was uh, yeah, it was not a good. We always used to say we'd take the people on from the prison, but don't let them mix with other people because they... Mm. This isn't good. That was that's that's the first thing that comes to mind. But I'll I'll stop talking about that and think about some other things while you guys chat about you know other stuff. Well, but... I was gonna say like, do you have any like if you can't think of any strange stories, you have particularly I guess heartwarming stories because okay. I mean I, yeah. I'm sure you can encounter some lovely people as well as some of the kind of people that you were mentioning just then. Yeah, that's a nice that's a nice point. Um, 
I do lots of community sort of stuff. So I'm going through various areas where I'm just pick, picking up people who are going shopping and, you know, just living their lives and uh, as opposed to commuting to work. And um, <laughs> you get them coming on the bus and they'll be chatting together and everything. I remember one day um, I was going through fish ponds and I picked up a guy and he had a tray of our oranges. Um, and um, then, then a lady got on the bus and she was opposite him on the bus when everyone could sit where they wanted. And she was looking at those oranges and you could, and she just said, oh, I've got to ask you, where did you get those oranges? They look lovely. And he said, oh, there's a, there's a special place just round about kind of a trading estate and they've got them. And he just leant over and gave her one of the oranges. And everyone on the bus was like, oh, what a lovely thing to do. What a lovely man, what a lovely gesture. And it was like, you could feel the vibe um, of love spreading through the bus with the orange and the sharing. Yeah, that's one thing. Have you ever used the word vibe before? No, I don't know where I picked it up from. Maybe um, wow. it was something I was listening to, an educational program about uh, swing seats. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. Of course. I think it was a podcast. I've heard of that one as well, actually. Quite good. No. God, why are we going so meta this episode? Uh, um, I have a question, which you have no need to answer if it's for legal reasons, but have you ever given someone a bus ride for free? And if so, why did you do it? Okay, I mean, obviously, if any of my people are in the managerial section of the bus company that I work for... Hello! Yeah, <laughs> big shout out. Obviously, I haven't ever done that, uh, but I know people who look just like me with the same name as me who've done it uh, quite a lot, actually. Yeah, it happens. Um, I had a guy the other day he got on. Um, he was waiting at IKEA, actually, but I don't think he'd been in IKEA. I think he'd been in a hedge uh, <laughs> near IKEA, and I think he'd been in that hedge for quite some time, probably with like a four pack of special brew and some spl spice because uh, he was in quite bad state of affairs about 11 in the morning. And he's like, where'd you go? Where'd you go? And I'm like, well, I'll go to Bristol. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ashley Road? I said, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll go to Better Food Company. Yeah. Oh, you take me there? I said, yeah, yeah. Have you got any money? It's like, oh, have a seat. So that one got on because he was kind of civilized and I kind of thought he's only on for a couple of stops. Well, well you were on this bus, but you weren't driving it. This was someone else driving it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But he yeah. did look a lot like you. Yeah, I was observing this um, in an advisory yeah. capacity. And afterwards, I said to him, You shouldn't have done that. That was very wrong. Um, very don't naughty. Do it again. Very naughty. Um, but yeah, I've done it quite a lot. Sorry. I mean, oh, that's what he said, that guy. Well, he said to him, <laughs> I said, Do you do this often? He said, Yeah, all the time. Um, um, yeah, we're, we're also, if a child gets on the bus and they haven't got any money, we're actually legally obliged to take them. Oh, really? They're not allowed to leave children, oh. particularly, you know, unless they're taking a mickey, like, you know. Could I get away with it? Mm. No. Actually, no, no, not with you. Wait, no, is that no, genuinely the case? Paid. Because I've done that before where I've, like, dropped my money in the middle of the day and then tried to take the bus home and I didn't have it. Mm. And they didn't oh, let really? you on? Wow. No, they did let me on, but, um... Okay. I, I was just wondering if that is like the rule that you have to do. Yeah, you can't leave kids behind, basically. How old is that threshold then? Yeah, well, I so mean... I know how how young I have to dress. I mean, uh... Uh, oh god! <laughs> I mean, you'd have to put on some little sort of no. Um, <laughs> not going there. It's not weird. No, no stop. go on my knees. <laughs> oh, I do. I do. Have a, I have a story of my own. I remember I was going back from school. Um, I was just outside school. And I was stepping onto the bus, and like I gave my I gave my ticket. It was a child ticket. I was like 
I was, I think, 14 or 15, so actual age for a child ticket. Mm-hmm. I gave this guy my um, child ticket. He looked at it, and he went, mm, nah, and told me to get off the bus. Wow. And I went, hold on, why? <laughs> and then he, he told me, well, you're not a child, mate. And I was I was in my school uniform. Wow. Like, not even, <laughs> it's, it's like year 10, year 9, in my school uniform. This guy looks at me and says, you're not a child, and tells me to get off. <laughs> Oh, and that, that led to the longest bus journey of my life because without that bus i then missed my main bus mm-hmm. and that only came i think every 40 to uh, like 40 minutes to an hour because oh. it was mm-hmm. a very infrequent bus it came three times like in one evening um and it led me to miss that so i'd have to take the other bus which takes an hour and 15 minutes and then there was like insane amount of traffic and it was a horrible evening, but only because this one bus driver mm. didn't let me go onto the bus because I oh. looked too old. What a wow. if you if that happens again or if you know of anyone that happens to, um you contact the uh, company and make a complaint and but try to get some details. So write down the time that it happens and the service that you're on. And um, they'll have a good, strong word with the driver because that's bang out of order. And you might end up getting something like a free weekly ticket or something as well. And that's probably not likely to happen now since Spanish is not a child. But he is it's entitled like three, to a it? student ticket but as long as he's got his student card. Yeah, indeed. Get... That's happened to me a couple of times as well. And no, didn't... when you were not at uh, your college, your previous college. Yeah, because I don't have school uniform. Well, I didn't mm. have school uniform. Yeah. And I literally one time got on the bus after my friend and she looks she's like she was taller than me and she looks older than me but like the bus driver just let her on with a mm. child ticket yeah. and then he makes me buy like an uh, an adult ticket yeah yeah otherwise i'm not allowed on the bus and obviously i can't not get on the bus because yeah yeah gosh this isn't sounding good at all is it <laughs> I think, uh, you know, of course, and I... also had some lovely experiences with bus drivers. It's not all bad, oh, yeah. obviously. Oh, I've never no. had yeah. bad experiences with bus drivers; just awkward experiences. Mm. Like one time, I got a free yeah. ride, and I had enough money. It was just because the bus driver didn't have enough change, uh-huh. and I don't know why. But I was just worried the whole trip. I don't know, <laughs> and I just <laughs> I got off at the stop, and I felt like I felt terrified to get off without like offering to pay again, even though I probably knew he couldn't, and. I just, oh, I'm just really <laughs> awkward around bus drivers. I don't know why. Yeah, I mean, some of them are quite grumpy, aren't they? Yeah, I'm not used to being around bus drivers. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah about that. <laughs> I don't I think do I've ever met a single bus driver that I've liked. Wow. Wow. Then, uh... oh, that's unfortunate, isn't it? Pick and choose. I mean, haha. <laughs> I do have one story <laughs> where. My bus driver's been absolutely lovely. Um, I was, I think it was a Saturday morning, and I was going to see Noah to help him pick out a guitar or go, just go to the guitar shop. And um, so I was waiting at my yeah. The uh, bus came by, and lo and behold, it was Alex driving my bus. Hey. This actually yeah. happened. It was yep. it was Jacob's dad, Alex, driving my bus. And I was, I was thrilled. I was very surprised. So I got onto the bus. It was a lovely ride, very smooth. No no bad experiences and i got off and then alex gave me a fist bump and i think that's 
first fist bump I got from him. And yep. it's a memory I treasure. It was lovely. Well, I'm glad that's, uh, you know, hopefully raised your... Uh... Well, I mean, I'm emotional now. I can't, you know, I'm a bit, a bit choked here. So. That's the side of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the professional beverage. No, it was, uh, I remember that, the T1. I don't do them very often, but I always think, I wonder if Tannis is going to be out and about today. But probably not during lockdown so much. It's very yeah, quiet and Bradley Stone. I'd be surprised. Not like going to people's houses and stuff, but Tannis does cycle a lot. Ah, I see. This is the thing. The cycle, this is where we're going to get back to the Meg. Uh, by the back door, so to speak, because this is like a biological thing, like a zoological meme, if you like, because cyclists and bus drivers, it, it doesn't matter what you do, they are antipathetic. Is that the word? Yeah. yeah, it's basically the job description of being a bus driver. You have to hate cyclists. And there are plenty of bus drivers who are cyclists, and they're confused guys and gals. <laughs> they just have a lot of inner conflict. Guys and dolls. <laughs> I mean, I could bang on for hours about awful experiences with drivers, but I'll save that for another time. All right, uh, I mean, drivers are no Why? I feel like I'm you representing here. You can't no, I nearly got hit by a car yesterday, actually, so that was fun. That sounds yeah. like it's not your a bus. Fault. I think so that... Why would you not. say that, Louis? Uh, <laughs> I think every group on the road hates every single other group on the road. Like, when you're in the car with your parent, like, they'll see a bus or a cyclist go by, and they'll just see some slight, and they'll say, like, fucking cunt! And then it's the same with every other group, is that, like... And you always remember the bad interactions from the people with that group. Yeah. Like, you don't remember true. the nice, friendly cyclists. You remember the well, I mean, fucking insane ones who bang on your windows and stuff. Well, I found there is a trend with which drivers are good and which ones are bad, so I know which ones to avoid. And I'm not even gonna lie, the general trend... I surprise most people. The young drivers are the nice people, and the old drivers are the really not very nice people. Oh my <laughs> God, almost this hit you with that car. Still targeting. I wouldn't surprise me, uh, uh, but like, would there, would there be a car? Actually, that's surprising. <laughs> I so, mean, it's just you know you'd expect like the youngins road rage or something like more that. More of an attitude. They're, they're really nice. Yeah, exactly. Mm. They're they're usually yeah. really nice. So it's probably because the young ones understand what a bicycle is. Yeah, yeah. Like, what's this newfangled invention on the road? It's not a, it's a metal frame on two wheels. Velocipede. <laughs> I mean, oh, dear, no. this might just be me, but I'm fairly sure bicycles were there before cars. <laughs> no, I might be wrong. Like, the Flintstones, like, mate. The Flintstones. It's yeah, very no, but you're thinking of like the big wheeled bicycles or the little wheel behind. No, I mean it's fucking penny farthings. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tolstoy, Tolstoy rode a bicycle. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah. What did he write? Was War and Peace? Yeah, he did. No, he didn't write that while he was on a bicycle because that would be that would be obviously that would be awesome. impressive. His be handwriting was quite bad anyway, so that would make it a lot harder <laughs> to interpret. But yeah, cyclist. Yeah, it's a good point. You know, I think you're right. Does he hate bus drivers? Tolstoy. Oh. No, Tolstoy. <laughs> were bus drivers a thing when he was alive? I don't think so. Hmm. Not in Moscow. 1800s cows, wasn't it? Coaches. Well, it was early 1800s, wasn't it? Well, I'm not really sure when he lived. Mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, mid to late? No, no, pretty early. I can't lie, I don't even know who he is. Wasn't that Dostoevsky? Well, they were contemporaneous. Oh, yeah, but like Dostoevsky was older. Dostoevsky hated everybody. He'd have hated bus drivers even before they existed. He'd been like, ah, bus drivers. Don't know what they are, but I don't like them. 
He's a very angry dude. That feels did, like a did common you know theme him? with quite philosophical <laughs> people, that you just mm. hate people. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Am I a philosopher? <clears throat> <laughs> no, you're not. You are, Louis. You're in a cave. They either hate people or are hated. I would love to see you attempt to be a philosopher. It would be it's so fun. What is God? You, how dude. many chicken nuggets could I fit in my mouth at no, once? If you eat a pasty, <laughs> you no longer have a pasty. Why leave a pasty in the woods? Is it still there? Not if not anybody. Uh, pardon? No, I know where you're going. I mean, no, you, if you eat the pasty, you still have the pasty. Or do you? That is actually a good philosophical oh. question because you have all the components in your stomach, but it's no okay, longer. Okay, so do you pasty. still have the pasty technically until you shit it out? Okay, oh. guys, this is another what? topic. Well, actually, we're, we're making you could still it. have the pasty after. Don't no. Okay, <laughs> at what point is it there. not food? That's my philosopher's question. That's my philosophy question. Philosophy is literally eat shit. Just like to say at this point, I do like Louis' philosophical voice that he's adopting. I've not heard this one before. It's sort of a new one. rich and manly and philosophical. There's a reason you haven't heard it. It sounds more like he's had sort of massive head trauma, but I mean, maybe. You like your pasty. I want to eat pasty. Have you yeah, guys your mental about... health does sound on the questionable side. Have you guys heard about the question about at what point does a human become a cyborg? Uh, Ooh, I oh, I have not. That sounds genuinely some, interesting. There's an old, like, I mean, I guess that's just a modern spin on, like, when does... Oh, I, I guess kind of, yeah. like, you know, the boat one, when you change yeah, every yeah, part yeah. of a boat, is it still the same boat? Mm, I guess I, it's kind of that same concept, so. is it? But I think it's similar to that, but it's also what defines a human, you know? Because it's not like... Because a cyborg is a different yeah. from a human. It's not like... It's not like liver transplants or stuff like that. Because it's like... Because a cyborg is... It's a human, but they've got, like, robotic enhancements. So, like, it can't hinder anything. And like it's just quite weird. To... Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. He yeah. wasn't a human. This, yeah. Um... yeah, but he was, like, a living person. This Legend, question yeah, is dealt yeah. with um, quite a lot. I've been um, looking at watching um, what's that program I've been watching? I always call it by the wrong name because I'm, I'm Westworld. 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 Thank I you very much. That's great. Love Westworld. How did you know that he was watching Westworld? I don't. I just cyborgs <laughs> like it's a. I I love the show. It's, it's brilliant. Yeah. So there's a bit in there where um, they're developing their emotional range and feeling pain and regret and shame and remembering things that aren't real and they're feeling great sorrow. And they said, yeah, but I'm also feeling sorry. And he said, what's the difference? And they were, you know, the difference is mine are real. And said, well, a point comes where they're being, they're being processed so much that you're not actually remembering the right thing, but yet you're still feeling an emotional response to it. And so how is that different from the falsified emotional response? It's always false. It's all falsified. So it's, yeah, it's a great, uh, I think it's a great show for, looking into the questions of sentience and consciousness and identity. I mean, season two and one were to dis just somewhat become violent and cyborg boobs, but the first season is pure genius. Right. I haven't seen the second one yet. I'm just about to finish the first. Uh... Okay, prepare yourself for violence and cyborg boobs. Right. Oh. <laughs> the philosophical is that a question is still there. <laughs> I kind of wish it was a threat, but sadly, no. Um... <laughs> Is that the philosophical questions kind of get pushed to the side of it in the second season? I think you've got a title for your show, for this week's show. It's a philosophical question behind cyborg boobs. The violence of cyborg boobs. Yeah. Yes. <laughs>
all the things life needs. When I was listening to you guys do your podcast last week, um, mm. the first thing I thought was, I'm very much looking forward to being part of it. And the second thing I thought was, it reminds me a little bit of Alan Davis' Untitled, uh, where he'd sit in a room with friends and chat, and they would have to come up with a title. And it was usually based on one of the f- things that was said during the show. Uh, I yeah, think you did that last week, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Planning. planning permission? Yeah. We didn't really do that yeah. during the podcast. No, so. but it, yeah. Mm. But it had the same vibe of um, a vibe again, sorry. Why are you evolving? We're slowly converting Alex. <laughs> I feel like the entire vibe of this podcast, just, just entirely make it up on the go and see what happens and just hope mm. it's not shit. Oh, yeah, we're <laughs> great. Oh, yeah, it, it yeah. won't be shit. And it, no, no. That's yeah. what you think. I mean, it's a, it's a philosopher voice, but... It sounded like you were trying to say philosophical, but just had a stroke. Maybe or I did. Or bananas. He had a cyborg pause moment, you know, system re- reset and all that, you know. Dip, dip, dip. But I'll say that cyborg's having a stroke. Pokemon Snap. Buy now, £50. Pokemon Snap. And this might be an obvious question, but what the fuck do you actually do in Pokemon Snap? And I swear to God, if someone says Snap Pokemon. Well, you take pictures of Pokemon. It's like Snapchat, but except instead of your face, you take pictures of Pokemon. Okay, uh, Finn, what Finn said was like what it is, but simplifying it. And what Louis said makes me want to scream into a pillow. Sorry. You take pictures um, of Pokemon in a variety of environments. Yeah. So am like, I wrong though? Your yes, you're wrong. We, me and Finn gave the same description, pretty much. I, I a few it. personal tweaks. The thing is, the way we keep going on what? about Pokemon Snap, either we're gonna get an offer to be sponsored, or we're gonna get a cease and desist letter at some point. Oh, let's be real, it will be the cease and desist letter. Oh yeah, no, big companies are like one. massive cunts about it. Nintendo hates everyone and everything. This, this was we love ago, Nintendo. <laughs> Nintendo is all. Yeah, yeah you're not gonna get any t-shirts with that kind of chat, are you? <laughs> <laughs> not with that attitude. <laughs> chat at you. Attitude. Well, I mean, let's be honest. Most big companies are like terrible, you know. Like, yes. Okay. Okay. Nintendo. Uh, not Nintendo. <laughs> All big companies apart from Nintendo. All big companies apart from Nintendo, which is our favorite. And uh, anyone I, who wishes to sponsor. I love how lenient Nintendo was with that whole soldier game incident. Mm. Yeah, that's so nice. They had also that nice Smash way. Bros tournament that they did. Already shut fishing down. for sponsorship. Then is that what's going? No, we're just giving our honest opinions. We also, never asked Noah, to Noah, that, that Smash tournament was definitely not Nintendo's fault at all. And I'm not, I'm not even saying no. that as the sponsorship guy. That was definitely the player's fault. That's... Wait, why did he have that? I genuinely have no idea what happened. Oh, basically, so you, the, the game Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, which yes. is part of the big franchise of Super Smash Bros. Uh-huh. Which I have it's a different many Smash game. It was a different Smash. It's Smash Melee. Oh, oh yeah, thinking. it was a Smash Melee tournament. Yeah. Um, I, I think it was recently, but it was Melee, yeah. Yeah. Um, it was online, so... Uh, basically, they had a big tournament, but there was scandals relating to many of the players involved. Um, I, I'm pretty sure... 
<laughs> Fair few of them were paedophiles. Well. Oh. Okay, that's just well. well that's okay. just awful. Okay, I may somewhat be on Nintendo's side with this one. You know, you're not going to get sponsored by paedophiles if you make derogatory comments about them. Somehow, <laughs> I don't think we. I don't want really to... want to be sponsored okay. by. I personally don't want to be sponsored by paedophiles. Yeah. I can't talk for everyone else, but this isn't a paedophile sponsor-friendly zone. <laughs> Imagine having okay. sponsorship from Jeffrey Epstein's <laughs> Secret <laughs> Island. Oh, <God>. Imagine <laughs> having to open every fucking podcast with. This podcast has been brought to you by Epstein. You wanted to sponsor you. I. <laughs> I'd be quite shocked, considering he was lucky listener. in head for a while. <laughs> one lucky listener gets a free oh, trip to Epstein's that... Island! Oh, oh no! We're gonna stop that there, we're gonna stop yeah. that there. I mean, yeah, I'm not end this train of conversation. Yeah. As you guys know, I'm not a rich man. Um, no. a bus driving is not um, a place, it's not a place where gold diggers no, but yeah. it's an honourable profession. Yeah. I, I think that's yeah. questionable, but... I, I it's honest know, work. That's very kind of you to say it's not that. Not much, but it's honest. But the point is, I think, uh, if I was going to be looking for sponsorship, you've got to be kind of aiming for something where maybe you don't necessarily aim low, but aim for someone who's trying to make their way up again, as opposed mm. to... So think about someone who was famous and now wants to be famous again. There is someone like that John I have on my mind, but I'm again. not going to say them. I have so, someone on mind as well. Yeah, here we go, see? Okay, but the question is then, uh, how do you, like, okay, you, you'd have to be careful with the person you've picked, because mm. why are they no longer famous? Rated Shadow Legends. No! no. <laughs> you don't know yeah, my idea was very different to yours, Jacob. Yeah, you I think don't want to know your right? idea, Louis. I really don't want to know your yeah, idea. Yeah, we... Richard Branson, he, no one talks about him anymore. Maybe he wants a bit of publicity. Maybe he thinks the youth could really, you know... Maybe he should build a record. We don't want virgins on our podcast, though. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's questionable, considering the level of this podcast. Yeah, considering the demographic that we have. That's yeah, quite yeah, a strong that's... statement from Noah. Yeah. <laughs> that's why Brees isn't here tonight, guys. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh no, we can't be mean while he's not. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Listen to it. I um I heard about something today, which is from quite a while ago. But um, everyone knows Hugo Boss, like the clothing company. But yeah. um, you you guys know Joe Lycett, right? The comedian. No. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Joe Lycett, the comedian. He's quite popular in the UK. Check him out. He's very funny. But um, basically a, a while ago, um, it's not sponsored. Not sponsored by Joe Lycett. But um, <laughs> basically, um, he found out that Hugo Boss was sending cease and desist to like companies with Boss in their name. So it'd be like Boss Beer Company, and they'd say, "You got to change your name, mate." Sorry, and it pissed Joe Lice off so much that he legally changed his name to Hugo Boss and sent a cease and desist letter to the company. <laughs> and it's just, I, it's just fucking brilliant, you know. I that think he's amazing. since yeah. changed it back, but it was a while that he had his name legally as Hugo Boss, Hugo Boss. and it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, and it's amazing. And I he sent out a bunch Hugo... of tweets. Sorry, you were gonna say? I think Hugo Boss, um, back in the day, was responsible for designing the uniforms of the uh, Nazi. Uh, he was, army. yeah. Mm. He was responsible for like there's all there's all these companies with like Nazi links, mm-hmm. but they try and hush Coca-Cola. it up and stuff. Adidas. Well, it, it's more Fanta Simmons than Coca Cola, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't Fanta owned by Coca Cola? Yeah. 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 But was Fanta was the them. thing that was made by the Nazis. Yeah. Much. But the M- you know. Fun fact, Volkswagen, 
Volkswagen, yes, yeah, the Volkswagen Beetle. Pepsi, the company Pepsi, once had the seventh seventh largest navy in the world. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know about that. Because basically, yeah, yeah, they had an exclusive deal with the USSR for drinks, and so they said, "Sorry, our currency is kind of poo poo at the moment, but we've got some decommissioned battleships. One in Pepsi, and so Pepsi took them." I think they had them for a while, but I think eventually they sent them to get scrapped. Because yeah, they would be worth more. That's kind of cool. Could have invaded Pakistan cool. or oh. any other country. I don't know yeah. why I said that. Yeah. <laughs> it was just the first um, country that came into my mind. It wasn't yeah. like we don't have any navy at all. Uh, but the like, salad bar podcast. A, somewhere <laughs> between like, salad bar big pod- navy and small navy. The salad bar yeah. podcast. <laughs> Doesn't have an official statement on the Kashmir conflict. Can we just? Uh, we do not. About that. All we know um, is that Pepsi. <laughs> great. Great. Should we have an official statement? No, no, no. But you could steer this quickly away uh, towards the cruise ships, the British cruise ships that are being scrapped in India illegally. They're being sent. They were. They promised that they wouldn't send any. They're not illegally allowed to send uh, cruise ships to developing, so-called developing nations. Uh, it's illegal, but through various legal loopholes, they're all ending up just uh, off the coast of, is it off the coast of Mumbai? Would that be right? I was reading about it today. It's like, um, I don't know. It's just cruise ships. And the thing is the cruise ships are then dismantled by people. Uh, it, so they bring them close to the coast and the people have to go into the cruise ship and take them apart. And a lot of them are full of asbestos and oh, they just yeah. pour the oil and petrol and everything into the sea. They mm. use them to set fires. People are burnt uh, and they have industrial accidents, but they have to be sent miles to hospitals because there's no hospitals nearby that can treat them. They're basically scrapping ships as slaves. And oh, yeah. the cruise ships are like, yeah, we didn't do anything. It wasn't us. Well, yeah, there's a lot of big nations that sort of fuck over little nations like i heard a while ago um canada literally just sent shipping containers full of their own rubbish you know like Mm -hmm. dirty nappies fucking cans of coke and pepsi and they just sent it all to the philippines Mm. (laughs) and it caused like and i mean fair to the president of the philippines i don't know much about their politics but he stood up and said oh no which is like because it's fucked up is that big countries feel they can do that Especially Canada, it's like it's not something you'd expect from there. I think that you should bring this up with one of your uh, forthcoming guests. I gather uh, had a mm. bit of intel from the Sun and Bar Directive, and I've heard that uh, Mr. Gareth will be appearing on your show in the future. Indeed. And he might well want to talk about the politics in the Philippines. You might want to throw some, get some heavy political questions for him because he'll um, he'll bat them back at you with um, with attitude. That's what oh, I yeah, say. In fact, yeah. we might have to facts. bleep out the surname, but. Absolutely, I I think we are getting him on. Oh, that's not his real name. That's not his real name. It's not his real name. It's no, a code, it's a code name. name. Yeah. <laughs> his name is Gareth Salad Bar. Oh, <laughs> that, that's a massive coincidence. Wow. That's I, odd. That's weird, because my last name is also Salad Bar. Ah, oh, my God. Oh. says it with the meta commentary this episode. Jesus. <laughs> I, I, I think there know. was something... There was something else called Salad Bar. I can't put my finger on it. No, I can't quite mm. remember. I hate um, you all with a passion. I... Oh, what was it? You know those places where you get vegetables? You find them in restaurants? What? Face? What? Mm. What? 
Maybe you should talk buffet? about the Russian buffet again, yeah, Jacob. Yeah. Russian, Russian buffet. buffet. Russian buffet. Wait, there are Russian oh. buffets. Yeah. What do you mean? Are there Russian buffets? Yeah. It's Russia. Is it like, exclusive? Is it like Russian food, or is it just a buffet in Russia? Um, I'm going to spend some time now because I think it's a great idea to talk about some of my experience in Russia. Oh I, yeah, yeah, go for it. I went to I really want Russia. To visit. I went to Moscow and St. Petersburg a few years ago. And it was a great experience. Uh, I, I was, it was really fun. And one of the best bits about it was the food. Um, in the hotel we stayed at in Moscow, the Cosmos Hotel, it was pretty good. Mm. Um, they had loads of restaurants. What the hell was that? <laughs> Sorry, I sneezed, but I, I was muted on OBS. I was muted on OBS, so like... Oh my goodness. I think that was going, please sponsor me, but saying it very quickly, so it was kind of subliminal, so it just came out. Okay, <laughs> just go. So, Did you visit any cathedrals? Um, yes, but... I'm talking about food. This is the most. Yeah, important. I'm, well, fair enough. Yeah. I wanted to know about Saint Basil's Cathedral. It's like yeah, Kremlin. Yeah. I didn't go in Saint Basil's. I went outside it, but I went to some other cathedrals of the Kremlin though. But anyway, there's there's different restaurants and cafes. Good try, now. That was fun. Okay. <laughs> there's loads of different restaurants and cafes and buffets and stuff in the hotel, and one of them uh, had like a breakfast. It wasn't a buffet, but like it was kind of a restaurant cafe thing. And there were three options for breakfast. You could get an English breakfast, which is like eggs, sausage, bacon, beans, hash brown, the works, all that. A continental breakfast, you got like croissants and pan chocolate and other things. Um, or you could have the Russian breakfast, which was basically just pancakes and a glass of vodka. <sighs> The Russian breakfast, ladies and gentlemen, it's vodka with some pancakes. No, that I can agree with. And that's like not even a meme. That's just mm. genuinely yeah. how they eat. It's on the menu. We looked it up because we were looking, waiting, you know, yeah, yeah. looking and seeing. I wonder what Jacob's going to be eating in his hotel. And we look at the menu and I think, I really hope he doesn't get for that option because uh, I could mar his enjoyment of the cathedrals. Un unfortunately, oh. we didn't go to that cafe. We went to a buffet. <laughs> they had loads and loads of stuff. And uh, yeah. it was great, except that the food options were strange, so that you couldn't have like conventional combinations of food. Like individually, all of the things were good, but like together, it just made a strange. I don't know, like so. Basically, they had pancakes there. You could get like these blini, which are like little pancakes. And you, you get a few of them and you put them on the plate. But there's nothing really to put on the pancakes. So I kind of had to adapt and use my incredibly weird taste yeah, to... Food adventures or something to be, like, feared upon. Essentially, I, I ended up eating pancakes with condensed milk on them. That's wrong. But that, not that only that, right. I also had ham and cheese on them. You can have savoury pancakes, though. Yeah, but this was also with the condensed milk. Uh, you had ham and cheese pancakes with fucking condensed milk. I may have, yes. Um, 
the condensed milk was a was a, a big source of entertainment for us all because we loved condensed milk we found um some of us put it in our milk in our coffee mm. and basically to put it. instead of putting milk and sugar in the coffee they just put condensed milk in the coffee it's just like a simple solution. Well, did one of your one of the school party kind of go a little bit um, unhinged and sort of spend the whole night shouting and running up and down the corridors and had to be kind of restrained? I won't say who the that name, was, but... but but yes, yeah, yeah, someone was running up and down the halls. I think they had too much coffee or stimulants. They may have, yeah, yeah. It, it may or may not have been the same person who put an entire jar of sugar in their coffee. Uh, and in, yeah. how big was the jar? Um, about jar sized. Yeah, yeah about, about a jar. I, I hate you. I'd say it was. A, I, I think like a conventional glass. And then jar it up. And then imagine it's got a lid on it. Yeah, and maybe. And oh, like a, a jar. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like a jar. Oh, I'm like a jar size. Yeah, yeah. Like a jar size. Do you know what though? Jacob's all that time that Jacob was telling that story, A, I was remembering uh watching him from afar and hoping he was having a good time. And B, I was remembering the awful school holiday I had, um, where the food the only food I can remember was um French onion soup. Um and we were in Austria, so it, it wasn't like a local speciality dish. But the thing was that holiday was doomed from the get-go. You know those things when you go away and you just know you're going to have a dreadful time and you don't know why, and it just it all unfolds. And I thought, I'm going to be a good guy. I'm going to help with yeah. the luggage, getting the luggage off the coach and bringing it up the stairs into this. It's like a giant chalet hotel, lots and lots of floors, but like a chalet, balconies and all the rest of it. Beautiful place. But um, I'm helping with it. And because I chose to help bring the luggage in, I got last dibs on the bed. So everyone else had separate beds and I had to share a bed with a friend of mine, um, which meant we had to do the, you know, head to toe thing. Uh, and which was like, not good, but we were both cool about it. And and then he got a fever. So basically he's sweating oh. profusely, oh. soaking the sheets and the pillow. So I didn't sleep in that bed with him. That's... It wasn't good. That and he was disgusting. having it. It was disgusting yeah, and unpleasant. And he's, you know, anyway, it was a skiing holiday, so I would go off skiing in the day. He was too ill to go skiing, and he was very sad and very depressed and, and not well and low. And I came back from the skiing thing, and I went outside onto the balcony and looked out the back of the hotel, and it's like a field. And there were some goats in the field. And there was something outstanding about the goats, and I thought, this is going to really cheer Matt up. I'm going to say Matt. That wasn't his real name. His real name was Matt. Uh, but it's pronounced differently. And um, I went back in and said, Matt, I know you're low, man, but come outside and look at these goats. He said, oh, I don't want to get out of bed. No, no, honestly, you come outside and look at these goats, you will feel much better. He came outside, he looked at the goats, and they basically had the largest testicles you've ever seen on every living animal. They were like basketballs in a hessian sack. And you were like... Respect, you know what I mean? Respect to these goats. How do you live? He was cured. He, like he was cured. Then. He was cured. He 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 really he he recovered, <laughs> and that was my holiday. Anyway, the skiing wasn't so good. But, yeah, they were outstanding. I had a. So if you go to Austria, check it out. I had a questionable trip to Spain. What was questionable? Oh. Well, okay. 
So I, I went with my friend and his dad. And, you know, it was it was going to be fine because we, me and him were going to sleep in a separate room to, to his dad. We'd have, like, enough space to live comfortably for, like, a week. Well, I can tell where this one's we, going. We, what we yeah. had is we had a double annex room, which is, like, I think it's supposed to be, like, two bedrooms and a bathroom, which is hmm. fine. But then it ended up being that the hotel we were in gave us a single annex room with a tiny uh, ass bathroom with a balcony like and the balcony was bigger than the annex room <laughs> and we there was inside the annex room there was three single beds and a little stool table and that was about it and there was like enough room to fit the to- the stool table between like one of the beds and the other two and that was like the walkway and <laughs> We complained so much to the hotel, and they would just refuse to like re- refund or like give us a better room or anything. And so we had to put up with it. And then was it even like the Father Ted and the caravan? Pardon? Sorry. Was it like the Father Ted episode where they had holiday in the little caravan and there were like ten of them? Oh <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I I don't think I've seen, I haven't seen that, but I I assume yes. It bring back terrible memories for you. We weren't all not? alive in the seventies. It wasn't the 70s. It was Sorry, the 90s, carry on Jacob. What? Have you all seen Father Ted? I have. I didn't realise it was like... Okay, in Jacob's defence, it doesn't look like it was the 90s. It is no, underproduced, no. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's but anyway, glamour what... of it, though. It's, uh, uh... Yes, okay. The glamour of Father Ted? The glamour yes. exactly. of Father Ted. It's a real glamorous show. It's a great... You can't Your see Father Ted's not a great show. I haven't seen Father Ted. You should bed. watch it. It's amazing. I don't. I don't it particularly feel like I'm missing out. It has some fantastic side characters. You got Pat Mustard, Bishop Brennan, the the married couple who are trying to murder each other. Yeah, <laughs> I like the lingerie episode. That's a good one. Oh yeah, the lingerie section. That is pretty that's interesting. Oh, th- that's that's the one I always remember as my favorite episode. Yeah, <laughs> it is funny. It's I quite like the milkman episode. The milkman, <laughs> yes, good God, the milkman. Exactly, milk the milkman, yeah, Pat Mustard. Pat Mustard, yeah. Wasn't he responsible for, like, populating the island, basically? <laughs> he was, yeah. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> the, the whole lingerie episode brings back terrible memories. I mean, you know, as a young person, you go shopping, you get dragged yeah. out shopping with your mum, oh, and then God, it's like, horrible. I've just got to pop in here, and it's like, no. No, 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 we can't go. Oh, God, we're in the lingerie section. And you just don't know what to do with yourself, do you? You just don't know what, mm. know what to do. You just, no, mm. it's not good. You don't, yeah, know, where to out, you don't know where to stand. What? Like, you can't... Hmm. Well, well, okay, you're in the lingerie yeah, no, section yeah. with your mum. Where do you look? You look at the actual bras and, like, underwear. Like, hmm, yes, no. this fabric is very nice. Like, is this silk? I oh, see myself you. wearing this. Massive photo. <laughs> what you do, what you do, is you go to you your mum and you, you cling onto her. You're like, this is your safe, this is your home base. You cling onto your mum and pester her to, please, can we get out of the shop? Or at least this section. Can we go to the kids' section and get, like, a Lightning McQueen hoodie or something? Yeah, I'm like talking Lightning McQueen. <laughs> I, I just yeah. what I always did when I went to the shop with my mum is just to go to the video game section That's and what just I stare did. at the wall. Mm. Just stare <laughs> at the wall. Well, not even at games, just the wall. 
Well, the wall of games. The wall of games. Oh, I think it's thing metal. Is, oh, no, no. no. <laughs> the thing is, it's, it's always the way. I'm going to keep, stare at a wall. <laughs> they, they keep toys and games as far away from the larger section as, as is physically possible in the shop to make the torment greater because you know it's going to take you ages. You can't possibly drag him away. You'll, you'll drag, the longer, the more you pester her, the more time you're going to have to spend there. No, not yeah. just I don't think I've ever had that kind of experience. I have never been in this experience. No. That's because I'm always at the video game section. Yeah. I say to my mum, see you later. Yeah. And then she yeah. just goes off. And she knows I'm going to be fine because I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, you're trying to think of replaying it and re revising and editing the whole thing. I think you've blocked it out. You've, I haven't you've blocked anything out. Like some of the happiest memories of my childhood. That's not a good thing. But the I'm joking. Like, uh, well, I'm not joking. I'm, I'm mainly just being eccentric. Well, the worst the place is to take a child. Oh, like going into I the lingerie hear. section when you go shopping. It's it's essentially inevitable, and so. If there's any sorry watching, which you shouldn't be. Did you say but... inedible? No, I think you said inedible. No, I said inevitable. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> I was like, well, no Thank shit, you, you can't eat. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Alex. And so what you do is basically um, you negotiate, right? So you say to your parents, <sighs> mm, okay, but afterwards we're going to the toy section. Yeah. What parent goes to the lingerie section with a child? Well, you Someone who's shopping. That's just... Yeah. No, but the thing is... Louis. Also, since when are there lingerie sections in shops? Louis, imagine wow. you're a father. Oh my god, he's not seen Father Ted all lingerie <laughs> sections. <laughs> Wait for lockdown. <laughs> Louis, imagine you're a father, you know, and you go into the lingerie section. And it's a young what? kid, you know, like five years <laughs> old, right? <laughs> so the thing is, what would you rather do? Subject that five-year-old to the embarrassment of going shopping the lingerie section with you? Or... Leave them unattended where Peter Falcon whisk them away. Or like, ask them you... for advice. Oh. Ask the child for advice. Ask the, the child for advice. Ask the child for advice. Yeah, what should I do now, no, Jimmy? No, 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 no. Because the what indifference of a child is a good perspective. Doesn't look bigger business. They're never indifferent. Children <laughs> always have got an agenda. That's the thing. That's why they're so tiring. They always want something, and they always seem to know what it is. Yeah. Even if you don't, don't seem like you're very experienced in being a parent. I'm not at all. I, I don't know any children. I've never known any children. But I I'm just imagining. See, I think yeah, I've outclassed you here. You are. Um, yeah, you have done it once again, Louis. You've trumped me. Louis, you just like, you just like a massive womanizer. What? Where did that what? come from? Excuse well, okay. me? To be he's got many children. children. He's, like, he's reared many You know, he is oh, some serious pussy. Oh, <laughs> it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be that many. It just has to be one really, really annoying child, you know? True. You just... well, okay, the way you saw it made it sound like you were just getting a lot of children from a lot of different people. People know themselves. I would never steal a child, Jensen. I don't know who you are. You wouldn't steal a child. Let's clear this up, guys. Louis would never steal a child. Okay, I mean, I'm not saying you're womanize. I'm not saying you wouldn't do that either. Does he know how a child is born? Because from the way he's talking, I don't think he knows. Who, who, if he's okay, not seen Father not Ted or a lingerie section, then there's yeah, a strong we... chance here he's missed out on some major biology stuff while he was at Steiner. I mean, oh, am I right? Oh, okay. <laughs> you just got absolutely roasted. I just got, like, destroyed. I think you need to was... tap out. 
I think you need to have a long shower and look at yourself in the mirror. I don't want to shower. After a long shower, you can't look at yourself in the mirror because it's all fucked up. Oh, so oh, steamy, Jacob. So steamy. I'm sorry, Louis. I mean, honestly, that wasn't a diss. I'm just saying. I'm going to have a different vibe. You know, I would have a long shower and look at the mirror, but. I would look at the mirror, but it cranks. <laughs> Oof. Ow. Oh, this sh- is very contradictory Ow. to the womanizer, Louis. Said he was. Yeah, I didn't no. say I was. Giving us multiple oh, messages. You're putting words in my working. mouth. I think yes, they didn't recognize it. Maybe we should use the expression ladies, man. man. The, the modern day Austin Powers. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't want to be known as that. Groovy, baby. Yeah. Not groovy. I think Salad Bar should put out a, a corporate message now about, you know. Saying that you don't endorse womanizing or <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 none of us. Salad bar does not condone womanizing. And nor are I... any of us womanizers. No. Also, no if you're a parent, don't take your child to the lingerie section. Don't they don't do like that it. Shit. I I don't know. Yeah, Dad, don't do that. No. If or, you're a parent, just do... them like Finn did when he was a child. Yeah. Take them to the toy section afterwards, but don't leave them to get like abducted by a pedophile. Because no. that's just not very fun. It's not good parenting, is it? To be fair, I just yeah, you lose you lose a few points for that. Parenting one hundred and one. <laughs> you get a game over. Yeah, no, I God, it's a really weird conversation to go down. But have you? It feels weird to say this, and we can cut it. You know, have you guys ever been in a situation where you thought, "Am I? Is this? Is this person a paedophile?" Or something. Oh, like that? Yeah. all the time. I live in a house I... with my father. Oh, 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 oh my god! I think this section should be cut. Just collapse. Yeah. I, I just want to say, I think this is a. No, there's a. Well, I cut out. So I think. I think. I think what he's gonna say is that we should probably wrap it up. Go, uh, but we do have to end with our song of the section. Oh god, you're right. Song of the week. So, um, what's your song of the week? My song of the week. Yeah, I'm just going down the list well, on Discord. Oh, you son of a bitch. Let me just find a song I've been listening to. Ben, alphabetical order. Happens every week. It's You're... always me, but I'm never <laughs> ready. Your I'm name is ready. first. You know um, what? I'll, I'll fit twice the I, I've, I've just found a song, Tanesh. Okay, I think we should give an honourable mention to uh, Primate of the Week, but Reese isn't here, so we can't do it. Yeah. But I guess so, we just do a singular monkey noise. It in... kind of... <laughs> That's enough. All right, right. Finn, oh, yeah. Okay, so I, I would just like to add, um, our primate of the week is Reese. We miss you very much. We miss you. Come back. We want you back. But yeah, my song of the day is um an old one by you two. It's on their first album, October, and it's called Gloria. And I think it's a good song, but everyone else hates me because I recommended yeah. you two. And yes. fuck you all. Your favourite band like you are too. you two, Take That, and the Beach Boys. I actually, I don't, I don't like Take That that much. Good. The Beach Boys good though. Yeah. Well, I, I don't, I say oh, I don't yeah. like the Take That, but they do have some alright songs in my opinion, but not many, not many. All right. Well, um, how about you, Alex? Do you have any songs you've been listening to a lot? Well, um, I've been uh, reacquainting myself with the oeuvre of. Uh, the 80s uh, legends half man half biscuit and uh they did a really no- lovely song that began with the lines ground control to monty don uh and i like that and the chorus is trim your hedge trim your fucking hedge 
um, and he, he, he rants about cyclists. Um, yeah. uh, oh. I think it's called Trim Your Hedge by Half Man, Half Biscuit. I think it's from the album Arctung Bono. Uh, so I think a bit of a segue there. But I might be wrong on all counts. So many things just happened at once. And yeah. I can't. That was a lot to process. Yeah. It's a great song. Show <laughs> him your, your edge. Oh my goodness. I'm looking at <laughs> your fucking edge. Show him edge. Joy Division fan clubs. <laughs> Shit okay. on bad tattoo. That is okay. That's brilliant. Okay. Um, Louis. Oh no, wait. Actually, Jacob. Jacob, what is your song of the week? Is, is my dad literally just going to take over my position? Yes. 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 Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to. Yeah. This is the last song of the week. You know, it's <laughs> gonna be a good one. Um, okay, guys, I've been thinking a lot, and oh. this week my song of the week has to be Africa by Toto. It's got to oh, be done. Wow. It's got to be done. That's an amazing it's suggestion. What did you do from Africa choice. by Toto to the Africa by Toto that was last week's song of the week? Yes, funnily enough, it is a different Africa by Toto to the previous Africa by Toto, which is also different to the Africa by Toto before that. Can you listen to the same Africa by Toto twice? It's like Heraclitus. Bring the philosophy back. What do you say, Louis? Well, you can't just put your foot in the same river twice. Heraclitus. You can't listen to the yeah. same song twice. You're a different person. Africa moved on. Twice. It changed. Um, yeah. More... No. Heraclitus. I'm right. Two what? songs are not one song. Oh, it's nice mm-hmm. to have the philosopher back in the room, man. Oh, oh God, no. <laughs> I am enlightened. I have reached <laughs> peak enlightenment. We thought so. Louis! Yeah, like Louis, what's your, your song? Well, I was going to say the Jacob Poop song, but I, I actually <laughs> I very much that. enjoy this song, and it's called uh, SPD Emergency, and it's the theme for Power Rangers SPD. And I and I absolutely oh, love it. It is amazing. It's a cry for help, am I right? No, 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 it's amazing. <laughs> is is that technically a subcategory of J-pop? No. I am. Um, yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to murder you. I think it is. <laughs> I, I think it's it sounding is. a lot like J-pop from here. Louis <laughs> pandering to our J-pop fans. You're uh-huh. saying I'm going to kill you, but I'm hearing I need serious help. Yeah. Can you can you crowdfund me? Please, I need. <laughs> Send me to America. I need money. Please sponsor us, anybody. Save Louis me. needs money. Save Louis, please. Free Louis. <laughs> free Louis. Free, free my man Louis. Free Louis. Oh, see, they're not. See, can you have Free Willy as a shark film? Because the orcas, they're kind of. They're not sharks. They're, they're, they're mammals. Oh, yeah. They're, they're mammals. Oh. They're not well, we could in Free Willy, come on. I tried to, squeeze, not... I tried to, I tried to squeeze it in the last minute, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Why have you got five books? Shall we just what move on to Noah? Yeah. Oh, we not moved on to Noah? <laughs> Noah, song of the week from you. Uh, well, my Wi-Fi is kind of bad right now, so this might not come out great, but uh, my song of the week is Say It Ain't So by Weezer. It's got mm. some funky riffage. Oh. Uh, Weezer. Yeah. Weezer. That's kind of that. Personally, but I can respect that. Yeah. Weezer. Uh-huh. Weezer. I've not, I don't know any of their songs, but that one is good. Uh, how about you, Jackson? What What are you vibing with? So mine is Ghost Ship by Blur. It's the most recent album by Blur after they did fucking nothing yeah. in twenty years. 
And obviously, so Damon Albarn, the front man of Blur, is also the man behind the Gorillas, And you mm. can really hear the kind of the Gorillas chilled out influence on it. And it's just pretty sweet. Sorry, can I just ask, was their last album called Fucking Nothing? No, they just haven't done anything for years. <laughs> yeah, Albarn, he's written LA. Chinese opera. Uh, he's been a busy uh, guy. Magic Whip. Okay. I, I was just wondering, because oh, I thought that would be a... a bit... Oh, what, what, what Blur's on recently? Fucking nothing. To be fair, the basis has been making keys. I will call it fucking nothing. I'm going to call it <laughs> album one. And then the song's going to be like song one, song two. And it's, oh, and it's just, just going to be the Maybe default. Maybe like the, a default album template. Yeah, default. Yeah, like single one, single two. The musical. If we ever yeah. make a autobiography for our podcast, can Adam Sandler be the star or Jack Black? Jack Black or Adam Sandler? Black. It's got to be one. There's another rabbit hole. Yeah, Jack Black we have we have okay, Morgan okay. Freeman as the narrator. Yes. Didn't the Gorillas do a collab with Robert Smith? Good. I don't know. Yeah. I think I think we I I know I said something. But yeah. I think we should try and finish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Tanish, what is your favorite song yeah. this week? Tanish, um, what's yours? This week, it's been it's been interesting. Um, I've actually been like, it's indie, but actual yeah. indie. So it's very internet artist type of thing, kind of hyper pop, cyber pop, cyber pop. Um, I'd say the song of the week for me is um, it's called Virtue, uh, by Drain Puppet. Like, I, I doubt anyone listening. Very indie. That is very. Yeah, yeah it's um, indie. It's Mac. You need to say it in a northern accent, really, to make it sound more indie. Now we've got Virtue by Dream Puppet. Yeah. Virtue by Dream Puppet. Yeah, <laughs> more than that. Oh. It's it's six minutes of just kind of instrumental and the occasional mm. vocals here and there, but it's a very upbeat and summery song for the mm. days. Very summery song for the. National pandemic or Well, yeah. yeah. But, you know, it's getting lighter. The itty bitty global pandemic. It's getting lighter. There's a new Brazilian strain. There's a lighter. Oh, God. Wait, there's a Everything. new English strain oh, as well. Isn't the fuck? Okay, yeah, the I think we should wrap it up here. Let's wrap yeah. it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, right now. That Thank you for listening to podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, thank you for listening thank to this you. one. And I think a special thank you to our guest for this episode, Alex. Thank you. Well, we've been glad to have you, and I think that's where we'll leave it. Um, goodbye. And um, yeah. wait, didn't Daft Punk break up a while ago? Oh my God, no! Really, they did. <laughs> I th- I swear, <laughs> I, I was watching this podcast where they did the where they said something like that at the end of their podcast, and one of their members was really confused <laughs> really and surprised confused. by it. Yeah, but Daft Punk breaking up. That's crazy. That's crazy. I mean, anyway. Uh, anyway, bye. Bye. Oh, we're still recording. Oh, bollocks. No, it left already.